Take me to where the bars is at. Take me to the street where the bars is at. Okay, um, mount it up. Huh. High off the ground, watch me count it up. Cop me a pound, burn it down with us. Let's hit the town, is you down or not? Look at me now, I done found me some. Treasure inside the trash, sever my hands, reaching through the metal and glass. It's been a blast, feeling magic in the madness. Give me your hands, give me passion. Anything that can equal some satisfaction. Looking for love at the end of this hand by dog. Looking for pub, let me pin your next album. Call from above, tell me, kid, you've been allowed to point it to reemerge. Kicking lyrics in the south, no issue. Wipe that drizzle off your mouth. It's time to wake up the house. Y'all niggas been playing skins versus blouses. I'ma keep my shirt on until some hoes come out. Always keep your word, homie. Y'all know nothing else. I'm your father. Go get a switch up, belt. Interrupting my method. All right, that was an extremely Paul track that almost made my list of our best albums of uh, a bunch of months ago. Rap on, rap on, rap on. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, Joe, here we well, are again. Uh, we're like several years into this podcast and we don't have a rap horn button. Uh, uh, we, we have zero drops at all. I feel like we definitely could have drops of a sting, stupid shit. Um, drops of TJ saying stupid shit. <laughs> it could yeah. really go on. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess I need a, uh, just you map the drops to a little MIDI keyboard mm-hmm. and then just kind of get that, get that in there somewhere. There's probably some fucking phone app you can do for that now. Yeah. It's probably, it plugs it straight into audacity. Yes. Uh, but, uh, we have no drops. Uh, we only have, uh, the drops of tears, uh, from our (laughs) heartfelt emotion, uh, drops of Jupiter. Definitely. Uh, one thing we're not talking about on this, uh, podcast or any new albums whatsoever. No, we have waited too long for that to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you're all enjoying, uh vampire weekend mm-hmm. big thief mm-hmm. uh beyonce live ways mm-hmm. blood um and uh uh everything else that's come out uh and you can assume we're avoid we're uh enjoying it in some measure but yep, we will I- not tell you how much I'm doing all those things except I say it wyas blood because I feel like I read that somewhere that sounds that's I don't know. I think I heard Way's blood, but your way sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Joe, I'm supposed to name some things on the list. You want to ask me to do that? Yeah. Uh, good setup. Uh, uh-huh. Really dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Paul, how many Smith songs can you name? Joe, why would we even have this conversation? Um, no, it came I, up. I don't know. It, I have it came no up idea. A, it, it was a random thing that came up in our AMs, and I thought it would be funny because I think the answer is going to turn out to be tops three. Um, let's see. So, uh, Really? You could only name three Smith songs? Just because I can't name songs, any songs, unless they're like my very favorite songs. Uh, and I really enjoy like the album, The Queen is Dead, um, which I'm pretty sure the title track is called well, I'm pretty sure there is a title track, so I'm gonna call one on that. That's good. Wrong. You got All one. Right. All right. Uh, then there's um, uh, this charming man. 
I know that too because it was covered by Death Cab for Cutie. Great cover. Uh huh. Really good. Um, and I feel like Meat Is Murder also has a title track, so I'm I'm giving myself three for that one. Um, correct. Yeah. Then um, there's the song about Joan of Arc, and I I'm just gonna say it's called Joan of Arc. Let's see if I'm right. It would be on Queen Is Dead if so. Uh, well, Paul, mm-hmm. the answer is no. Fuck. Um, that album, that song is called Big Mouth Strikes Again. Yes, that's right. Uh, that's even in the chorus. I should remember that. Still at three. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, there's another. So, like, I know that whole album pretty well. I just haven't listened in a while and can't name any of the songs. I mean, um, do you? Because I feel like the songs all have the fucking lyrics in their title. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> I really just haven't listened in a while, so it's not like top of mind. Yeah, I, I'm uh, giving up. I think I think three is the most I can do without like really? sitting here for a long time Jeez. being boring. That's I know. Uh, I'll, I'll I like the Smiths. I'm not against the Smiths. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh well let's see you got num- let's as usual go by spotify's most popular songs you got number one uh-huh. uh this charming man uh number two that's number one that's surprising to me actually yeah, yeah. i think yeah who knows it's probably in some 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 pop culture thing like yeah. probably eight different ones um number two the hint is it's about uh something uh that oh i got uh, it does not end <laughs> <laughs> um something that does not end yes uh, i know i'm gonna know this i'm just stupid and it fails it. to cease uh, uh 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 the world that'll never end <laughs> it's there it's it's sort of like you know when you're like doing that there's like the really terrible bar trivia that like slowly they give you oh more yeah more clues so bad yeah and until they're, they're the last like so one is just like with like basically the answer with like one letter missing yeah exactly <laughs> uh, so and that in that case i'd be there is something that never oh there's a light out. that no givers out yeah duh <laughs> Um, that, that's the one I was tr- struggling to think of, and I was like, yes. I, it'll be boring if I actually do sit here and uh, struggle any Fantastic longer. song. One of my – Totally. That uh, might be my favorite Smith songs, although um, – uh, Worthy num- choice. Number three also uh, is a song I love, um, an epic just synth uh, – a flood of synth and detached angst. Mm-hmm. Um and and it's a question about uh, when it will arrive. Uh, if you were to listening to it, uh, dude, it's just gonna be a lot of us. You better say it. <laughs> so how soon is now? Okay. Yeah. 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 I know the phrase. We're letting okay. our listeners see if they can guess it as well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's then true. we have Big Mouth Strikes again, uh-huh. uh, and then we have their uh, Morrissey's most entitled song. Uh, it starts with the uh, same word three times in a row, uh, which is also the cl- the the crucial lyric of the song. M- me, me, me. <laughs> Pl- please, please, please let me get what I want. Oh, yeah. Which is Paul to name one more of these songs. Uh, I don't think you'll get the one. Um, I don't think you'll get the the title of the song. Panic. Nope. Uh, which you probably would think was called Hang the DJ. Um, 
it's, I don't even know that this is a Smith song. So there's really actually a Smith's album that I really like. And, mm. Yeah. Oh, Panic is a great song. Uh, then there's the song Asleep, which I don't really uh, care too much for. Uh, uh, Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now. Uh, mm-hmm. I Know It's Over. Heaven and... Knows I'm Miserable Now has to be the most Morrissey uh, yes. song title. Uh, I don't know. Girlfriend in a Coma. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty close <laughs> yeah pretty popular uh and i think and of course uh um uh there's a few more uh cemetery gates did i mention that one no cemetery no. gates uh also on the queen is dead uh um the boy with the thorn inside oh yes okay i love that fucking song Fuck yeah. Me. yeah yeah um and that one again yes it is the main lyric is also the name of the song yeah, and then if, uh, the other cover you should have gotten is Radiohead covered the Headmaster Ritual, uh, which is a great song. And their cover I don't even know the cover. Fucking rules. Yeah, it was on one of their webcasts. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I should uh, go back and find that then. Yes. Um, and we'll stop naming Smith songs. Yeah, that's uh, enough of that. It's enough of that. Paul, how many Echo and the Bunnyman songs can you name? Literally zero. There's not a single one I know. Uh. I feel, oh man, that's so, that's sad. You don't know The Killing Moon is an Echo and the Bunny Man song. Nope. Uh, or Lips Like Sugar. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no one would expect you to know. These are the re- artists related to the Smiths. Um, See, this is the thing. Like, pop music, before I was aware of pop music and after my dad stopped following it, is a dead zone. So, actually, most of the 80s, unless it was on the radio a lot, still when we were growing up so would you know any new order songs uh blue monday there you go wow ding 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 because it was covered and popular by a heavy metal band when we were in high school so that's why i know it oh well there you go uh about the jesus and mary chain no too far (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh Uh, did they have that sign song was that them who was that Signs, signs everywhere. The signs. That was somebody else. Uh, I wait. Yeah, your singing of it didn't. Jesus and Mary Chain's most famous song is "Just Like Honey." Uh, Yes, that's right. See, okay, like I said, it's all dead. This is the worst segment ever. We should end it. Yes, let's. uh, Heaven knows, our listeners are miserable now. Yes, yes, and you don't stop. Cool ID, best rapper, you don't stop. Another fucking hundred fucking dollar freestyle for you and your mind. Come on, yeah, you can never define anything but divine love. I'm a savage beast, <laughs> slightly above average at least. Nah, preference is relative. My references consistently uh, bring you to another vicinity. I hit you with the riddles consistently. Dead in the middle, a little triply. Little did we know that we triggered a fissure in the metaphysical imagery, elegant painted in oil. Love is a flower, see how dissolving the power is dissolving the hours as well. The tower, a bell at the top of it, a hawk, a pigeon, a dove, a vision of love, an eagle, a falcon, even the gold coin and the talent that was um, prophesied upon earlier papyruses, gazing to the irises of infinite osiruses, hieroglyphical visuals. Uh, and welcome to Savage Beast. I'm Joe Gallagher. Uh, with me, as always, Taking time out of his busy schedule of being Alanis Morissette, it's Paul McLeod. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, business was booming about 20, 25 years ago in that, but now I have a lot of extra time on my hands, and, um, you know, I look better than ever. Paul, what is irony? 
<laughs> you know what? Um, I'm willing to give uh, rain on your. We we've definitely talked about this fucking song before and made jokes about it. There's no way we haven't done that. <laughs> I'm, we can't go back to the well. Um, since it is possibly the most visited well in music criticism history. That's true. It's tr- it's uh, how many Alanis Morissette songs? Can you- <laughs> <laughs> A lot, because again, not in the dead zone for me. Okay, uh, let's see. How many can you name? Okay. Um, shit. No. Uh, okay, the one that I was making joke lyrics with you earlier. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, what is it? I don't know the names to anything, especially not when I put on the spot. It's uh, the, the chorus of that song. Yeah. Uh, uh, you ought to know. Um, Thank you. One hand in my pocket. It's, um, yes, close enough. Well, hand it's, in my pocket, yeah. whatever it's called. Uh, the Irony Song. Um, <laughs> I don't fuck, think we'd accept that for ironic. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck you, uh, Dave Coulier. Um, I think uh, honestly, I could only get uh, you learn <laughs> and thank you. Oh, you learn, you learn. Thank you, and you learn. I was trying to think like, uh, and I, yeah. yeah, I was trying to think. Is it actually called thank you? And yes, the answer is it is. Yes. Um, good job, Alanis. Uh, yeah. You've had some good songs. Uh, you let Radiohead open for you, so. That's cool. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, one of their one of the key moments in Radiohead's uh, ascent. Um, we won't get into it now uh, no. because we have uh, eight albums to discuss that were our best of Q4 2018. <laughs> rap horn, rap horn, rap horn. Uh, yeah, which years ago. 2018 mm-hmm. was years ago yeah to me it was like shit i don't know well this is one year and five cabinet five 20, cabinet members ago 2019 was one year and 2018 was two years so it was two years ago you're right <laughs> that's math mm-hmm. um yeah so uh we've got eight albums to discuss joe and for once most of them are yours i feel like i always have one more than you yeah um, uh i went uh I went cray. You did. So uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, we'll, uh, we'll start with ahead. the two uh, albums that you and I both have on our list. Yeah. Uh, number one of 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 number one, which, um, Paul, as usual, I'm going to change chorus and say, hey, did you have any honorable mentions you want to talk about? Uh, no, we already did when I played the track from J.D.'s DiCaprio 2 at the beginning. And it's sort of like, uh, like almost like listening to Kendrick's debut album, but with a little too much J. Cole in it, which is why it didn't quite make the list in the end. Um, uh, but a good album. Fair. Um, I, uh, on my list, uh, were, uh, Robin, uh, mm. not different enough from her other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Micaiah McRaven, uh, just really oh, good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Got lots of jazz. Uh, yeah. um, uh, cup cake, mm-hmm. uh, a little too in my face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not just two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm just going to end the podcast. <laughs> um, and then Adrian Lenker, who I like uh, lots of good songs, but. Several good songs, but uh, prefer Big Thief. 
uh, and uh, surprisingly yeah. phosphorescent, which was a very fun album, mm. um, but ultimately not artistically strong enough to make the list. I think just by by volume Q4 2018 has to go down as an all time Joe quarter. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I've been uh, really finally embracing my status as a uh, a tastemaker, unemployed. <laughs> yes, tastemaster. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, and uh, listening to more of this. Um, okay, uh, so number one of which are albums that were chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, with togetherness uh, <laughs> is Cloud Nothing's Last Burning Building. Let's do it. That was in shame uh, from Cloud Nothing's uh, last building burning. Mm-hmm. And frankly, if that's what it takes to make this album, then let's burn the last building down. I yes, agreed. Um, uh, Joe, we we discussed the previous uh, Cloud Nothing's album together on this podcast, mm-hmm. and we were both m- like eighty five percent satisfied with it. So I really enjoyed hearing them uh, completely kick ass on this album again. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's where I would go with it too. Um, why did you think they picked kicked ass? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, with with some of these things that just like uh, I feel like it is just more straight up like ripping the whole time. Uh, like their um, I guess third, but I think of it as their second album. Uh, also is and. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe they just uh, – it, it just feels more energetic and aggressive and angry, which not that that is at all required for music to be good, but it suits Cloud Nothings well. And um, uh, just more classic uh, sort of extremely punk-ass alt-rock. I don't know. What is the exact shade of uh, the indie alt-punk spectrum that you would place cloud nothings on well this album i would put it uh on the spectrum is wrong 3d space (laughs) yes the early what punk music was in the early 10s so Uh somewhere in that yes and that 3d uh matrix of punk diy lo-fi 
uh-huh. and you know the the uh grunge revival within indie mm-hmm. um that i think is where you know the uh, the best, their best stuff quadrangulates all that, <laughs> uh, and and that's that's where I see this going at its many many bright moments. Yeah, um, no, you picked a good track in shame. Uh, totally awesome. Um, for me, uh, the thing that uh, stands out, and I have to give credit. I believe it was you know they they picked up their current drummer for their. Uh, their first album after their breakthrough. I don't remember the names of things, so whatever. Um, uh, Attack on Memory. No, the one after that. Um, here and Nowhere on, Else. Yes, Here and Nowhere Else. And I remember reading in the Pitchfork review about uh, how much more intense he made their music um, just by you know being really good and also um, being slightly ahead of the beat. And it's totally true, or at least reading that made me believe that it's totally true, and I think I hear it. Um, you know, like the, it's completely unoriginal to say, but John Bonham, uh, may well be the greatest drummer of all time. Mm -hmm. And he, I love his work. Um, he is famous for being slightly behind the beat and it really, you can definitely Mm -hmm. hear that too. The way people say it, it's interesting that you can also be slightly ahead of the beat and it is totally different, but it's also completely rad. This guy is just fucking losing his mind. I feel like on every measure of this album, um, and it drives the, it's what exactly what's required for the extremely fast and, um, harrowed rock that we get out of, uh, out of cloud. Nothing's at their best. Yeah. Uh, and there's something to the overall philosophy of this album. That's raw and distant Mm-hmm. And just seems less concerned with uh, polish or you know the exact I- ideas getting through or the the entire uh, some you know an entire whole message coming through with each song. It's more mm-hmm. the raw uh, power of the emotions that went into the songs, and there's something that actually makes them at times like more distant. Uh, and you know, cryptic, a little cryptic, which I like. Hmm. Um, uh, there's a crypticity to <laughs> uh, the tona- the tones. <laughs> I wanted more suffixes. There. Um, uh, can I say it uh, the way I really want to say it, which is uh, it uh, gives me uh, a pumpkin's vibe and its mission, if it's mm. not quite its sound. Um, I mean, you we had a quota to fulfill. So, um, yes, uh, 52 more seconds of pumpkins. <laughs> no, um, that's interesting because they don't really sound very similar in terms of how they write a rock song. No, no, uh, not uh, at all. Yeah. Uh, but I know what you're saying. Like, it's just sort of this like, uh, bleeding out of a, of a, it, it's like a really eloquent and very sad person's or very bummed out person's diary. Yeah. Yeah, it's like saying the way it don't empathize with me. The way I feel this emotion is more important than the way you feel it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but see, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a way to look at art like that, which is definitely a style. You could just call it confessional, I guess. Yeah, um, true. Uh, but um, I guess I never read confessional art as I am emoting better than you. 
and mm. more as I am emoting uh, in the most in a, a way expressive enough to uh, wrap you up in my emotion with me that we may both transcend it in some way. The, uh, you wait the second half of that. You do read it that way. Well, I'm just saying that like, like I, as the listener, when I'm listening to something like this or, or any other uh, confessional art or reading it or whatever, you know, like, like now or something. Um, uh, not that I've read that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the point is not like, wow, this is what it's like to be an interesting person. Uh, the point is like, like, yes, uh, uh, this guy is saying what we've all been feeling, you know, Mm. that's, I guess what I'm saying. Got it. Uh, well, uh, I don't want to get off on a NASCAR tangent. Um, (laughs) these books are interesting. Um, the parts of them that I've read, uh, uh, but I think I think we are I think we are agreeing I think we okay. are converging. All right, we are converging upon the last building burning. All right, well then let's converge again on Vince Staples FM. Yes, which is an album that rules. Fit chirp on Skinner. Do you really wanna know about some gangster shit? In the city, shit pretty west dangerous. Why me talk that bunch of called the deck shit? Watch your back up board and crack and try to hang you quick. Baby, let me break the levies, I'ma hit the spot. It be tricky when that bitch you get you, get you got. She so pretty in the face, ass titties in the waist. Pull up trying to get a taste, and she get your pop. Fair chirp on Skinner. Relay by Vince Staples from his album FM. Uh, Joe, this mm-hmm. album is uh, 22 minutes and 22 seconds. Uh, I guess he's calling it an album. Um, as you once said when we first put the green album into your CD player, 28 minutes. The Smashing Pumpkins released singles longer than this. But you know what? I don't mind because uh, this is like just uh, we still get how many fucking tracks is this? Eleven. So uh, it's just like you got the normal amount of songs. He just didn't waste your time repeating the the hook a whole bunch. You uh, it's concentrated Vince Staples awesomeness. Yes. Although to be fair, there's only nine songs. Two of them are interludes. Oh, that's and a skit. Fair. Yeah. So actually, only the eight. Number. There's only eight songs. Proper okay. songs. Fine. Still, that means they're <laughs> yeah, about the yes. right length. <laughs> yes, they're they're uh, actually all over two minutes long. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> we will we will later discuss an album that does not hit that milestone. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. We'll save that for then. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel kind of like uh, I do about uh, Cloud Nothings with this. It's just like. 
I wasn't as into Vince's previous album as uh, the one before that. And this one sort of brings back the stuff I love mm-hmm. in, you know, slightly updated form. And it's great. Yeah, I did. Um, I, I, I agree. And I think there's, there's something new here um, in this, the overall sound of this album uh, with these kind of clear open summer jams um Mm -hmm. uh which um which matched the cover yeah first track feels like summer and uh the most popular track is just called fun Mm -hmm. um and it is fun um at least uh you know the the production is fun um and it does you know the the it's it's almost like pictures of the summer that were taken with kind of a, a weird like color filter you know the yeah. kind that you would have used on Instagram like eight years ago, mm-hmm. um, uh, or if you're <laughs> 45, what you would use now. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I don't know why I decided to diss you know people who are slightly older than me. Uh, oh, I think that there there are plenty uh, obvious psychological reasons why that would happen. Yeah, I think so too. So uh, blame those. Um, uh, all of us are uh, capable of using bad Instagram filters, but here mm-hmm. uh, there's an interesting, uh, you know, false uh, false nostalgia and retroness to this to these songs um, that uh, make it fun, but also give uh, Vince a lot of space to just rap. Um, yeah, and and in the end, I I like listening to this because uh, he's not trying to do too much. Uh, things aren't you know getting too uh, off kilter or um, strange. Uh, they're just uh, fun and interesting. It's just good hard rap. Yes, the way I love it. Yup, yup. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, uh, Vince rules. Um, seems like not only uh, a cool, uh, a great musician, but just a cool ass dude as well. Um, having said that, he'll probably get me too tomorrow, um, just because that seems to be what happens these days. Um, sorry, that was dark. Anyway, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so, uh, Joe, unless you have anything else on Vince Staples. Uh, let's do two more rap albums from the final quarter of last year. Delightful. All right. Um, we'll go with uh, one um, that is not from L.A., just to break it up, and do Freddie Gibbs, Currency, and The Alchemist with the album Fetty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nigga just, you know what I'm saying, the king of, you know, the king of talking shit. Yeah, yeah. Chop, chop, chop style. Shout to Gazi here, big numbers in my rollie down. My baby said if I be faithful, she gon' hold me down. I'm fucking these hoes, I want it all like an only child. About to take a trip, I got coke and dope on my grocery list. Oxycontin pack, I be switching rackets like Djokovic. Stood up on my Dean, the machine ain't never. Pre- 
promoted yeah. Coldest nigga you ever heard on Allen the oldest shit and you know this shit it's liquid golden when I'm over shit yeah. I fill up the track like a Mr. T star The kids been the hardest shit I should blow a motherfucking mohawk And get a black van with a red stripe Nigga say I got him for his way I shot him in the face The pussy boy was dead right Nigga dead right It's just a freestyle Let a nigga breathe I don't know it's worse than how the IRS Or how your baby mama's in a nigga cheese Had to cut a couple bitches off I guess they used to think that they was out of nigga league Ghost face, I got ice cream Russian Puerto Rican black Mmm Um Mmm Yeah Yeah uh, so a lot of things to love about this album. Uh, mostly, you know, just look at the personnel. Um, the, the Alchemist is a guy who's like produced a whole bunch of albums I've listened to. And I always feel like, um, I'm listening, like, I'm always like, this is good, but it doesn't make me like, uh, really get into it the way a grimier version of it, like, and weirder version of it, like Mad Lib does. But on this album... I don't know. I feel like he sort of lets his uh, his sort of uh, old school sold out, not not S O L D S O U L E D vibes uh, have some space and um, sort of bump a little bit more without ever getting hectic. And it's really cool, especially when put underneath the uh, always exacting flow of Freddie Gibbs and then a really nice counterpart to him in the sort of not uh not like sleepy but definitely a little uh uh stoned on sativa weed uh currency um who i discovered late but is definitely one of my favorite rappers to just be like oh currency has a new project out it's probably real good um i recommend all of his pilot talk albums for any of you who don't know them um and uh yeah so this is another short but sweet album um how long is it just for fun it is yeah 23 minutes um so another short but sweet album of just great beats two great rappers and i saw freddie gibbs recently and it completely ruled so uh one more reason to recommend it Mm. yeah well you said uh you said it all uh freddie gibbs has an unbelievable uh flow and uh his wordplay is never over the top uh Mm -hmm. but it's always fun and just actually just it's hilarious i mean it makes you laugh Um, yeah he's not like dropping you know he's not dropping left hooks on you it's just like a million jabs right to your jaw yeah uh, always yeah it's 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 hilarious in that way that just the fact right that it just keeps going um, and it uh, uh, builds up, and of course the production is fantastic. I like the sold out mm-hmm. um, feel, uh, and you really do uh, feel like you're in. Uh, I know cruising with the top down, between a Ferrari with the, with the top comes off. Yeah, but you might go under a bridge and come out on the other side, and it's 1973. Yes, <laughs> yes, beautiful. Um, so this is a great album. I mean, I you know, and I I don't uh, necessarily have any coherent reason to name it uh, anything but one of the best albums of the year. But uh, well, yeah. you don't. It's fine. We don't have to justify each other ourselves to each other, Jim. We don't. We don't. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so we're gonna clean up my exclusive picks. Mm-hmm. But moving on now to Earl Sweatshirt with some rap songs, which is the name of the album and not just a joke that I'm making. 
Yep, yep, that's right. I'm running things. I'm running things. Hold me down, hold me up, hold me close. Cause when times are up, show they true colors. Don't know who to trust. Mind working like the water when it rushes. Growing for my father, bitter to his touch. Now I'm solely honored, living is a must. All this for my mama till I'm dust. God gon' deal the karma, lost my trust in every man. No, many men got me in a jam. I be in my feelings. On the other hand, I just need a moment. Offer my condolence, smoking to the morning. Brody on the corner with a piece on his hip. Give a warning for you, blow it in the sky. Tiptoeing over mortar and a brick. Bumping shoulders with the devil in disguise. Shoulder level water on the rise. Twist 40s in the morning in the winter. I heard you got your sauce at the Enterprise Evidently it was rented, but it's mine Evidently it was written like Nas I was in the kitchen with that nigga Mike you Gotta listen when I tell you something right, That's The Mint featuring Navy Blue from Real Sweatshirts ra- album Some Rap Songs um, I uh, did, Were you going to say something, Joe? No Okay No um, Yet another album under 25 minutes uh on this podcast uh, um, 25 rap horns burr, burr, burr. um no um so this one is interesting for me because uh unlike the previous two uh rap albums we just talked about uh that i loved um i feel like it's actually kind of hard for me to pick out individual tracks on this and in fact i chose one at random and it I was like, oh, yeah, this is a good choice. Oh, this is my uh, favorite uh, <laughs> favorite track on the album. There you go, uh, with good reason. Um, and uh, it's because it all sort of just m- melds together. Uh, I hate to name check Mad Villain yet again, but uh, definitely has a little bit of his sort of like just uh, twerked out, stoned out uh, uh, vibe um, while still keeping the bass heavy, which I love. And um, excuse me. What it what it actually turned out to be for me almost is that this is one of the extremely rare albums I really love that I would feel comfortable like just regarding mostly as uh, good background music while I'm doing something else. Mm. It's just like it's it it's not shallow or um, light, but it is uh, easy to vibe to in the background for me, and I really appreciate Earl giving me something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, it um, maybe it does have some of those influences of well, must from you know, uh, lo-fi hip hop to study and chill. Oh, totally. Too. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's the other way around. The, they they both yes. branched off from the same tradition. Let's say. Totally. <laughs> um, uh, although certainly the overall. Uh, trend towards the shorter songs um, is and in both of those yes it's is part of a a convergent evolution mm. um, towards <laughs> uh, tracks that are both background music and um, uh, still representative of some art real artistry um, yeah Joe, so I, f- I feel go- like we have some pent-up pretension that's really coming out in this we episode. do um but uh yeah this this is a great album uh it's it's sketchy uh in all Mm -hmm. the good ways um and uh yeah i I also wrote that it had that that mad villain style um Mm -hmm. which again 
you know, where the, you kind of come, you have the one idea for a song, maybe you, you know, go through the, the hook twice, yeah. um, or just the hook in the, in the beat twice, but you don't, um, belabor the point at all. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, Earl is of course a fan, uh, of like, I think a pretty vocal fan of, of that album and of doom. Um, oh, yeah. uh, He's probably and, like three when that album came out. I don't want to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and it was, it's interesting that that song, The Mint, um, which is the longest song and has a feature, uh, stuck out to me as my favorite. And I think because it's, it's slightly a, a little more developed, uh, you know, up to the, the length of a, uh, one of the Vince Staples tracks. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I also um, might come to this with, um, Earl being a, a rapper, I think is really good, but he's not like one of my absolute favorites. Um, which I, he seems like such a cool guy, and I just I really enjoy his like personality and his approach. But yeah, um, uh, I'd love to hear his album where all the songs were you know two and a half minutes long. You you know it's entirely possible that now that you mentioned that that I'm giving him extra credit for for like clearly being such a cool guy that I like his music more yes. than I otherwise would. Yeah. And that's why I think that, um, I, I really had a good time listening to this album. Um, even with uh, a few reservations about the, the extreme, sh- uh, sketchiness of the songs to return to that, that. Yeah. Word. No, that's totally fair. And that's why I think it's more of a, it, it's more of a background thing for, for me, but yeah. you know, I listened to it while I was soldering a DIY headphone amp and it was perfect for that. Good. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe were you listening through the amp with the, uh, risk that, uh, you could <laughs> die from electric shock. Is that no, really no, no, up no. The... This thing, this amp tops out at 30 volts. So I can't even feel it, man. Can't even feel it. Can't even feel it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay quality quality album uh this closes the rap uh portion of our podcast and also the paul peace joe's gonna talk to you for an hour yeah uh Um, we're just gonna keep naming smith songs (laughs) um uh uh uh, no just now that it's just me i'm just gonna (laughs) say uh one smashy pumpkin song every five seconds <laughs> then sort of just like grunt a little bit yes to sheila mm. where boys fear to tread <sighs> like it should have made the doom rocket explosion sound after that one um to be careful that it's going to turn into a bit uh okay oh uh, no yeah exactly Paul, oh. <laughs> let's start. Uh, let's start with Mister Mister Twin Sister, let's. Uh, and a track from their album Salt. Tangled in my garments, run out of space. Will I ever get to where I love this? Do I even like Some men I don't want looking at my parts. It's the same. 
was Tops and Bottoms uh, from the album Salt by Mr. Twin Sister, a band formerly known as Twin Sister, and known before that as Vampires with Dreaming Kids, uh, a name which came from, uh, I think, putting together the names of two different bands that came together to form this band. Uh, That makes more sense than anything, actually. uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yes. Um, And... uh, Twin Sister, Mr. Twin Sister, a band uh, I've always enjoyed. Um, and here, this album, uh, Salt, uh, their first since 2014. Um, uh, I it just have to say it's, it's so well produced. Uh, every mm-hmm. sound is soothing, uh, unnerving, smooth, and necessary. Um, and there's an ease with which uh, they take you in. Um, but you can never quite wrap your head around the precise sentiments, which I think makes it a little more alluring. Um, you know, the, the, the first two tracks, there's Keep On Mixing, that's more of a jam. And you, then the next one, Alien FM, seems a little more personal, but uh, both uh, kind of hide their true colors in what I call a, a jazzy palette. Um, uh, and it, it, I think... You know, we're in, it, it's hard to say whether we're in the their early 80s, or early 90s, or like 200 years in the future. <laughs> uh, and it's a good vibe. And, uh, and there's they pull off a lot of cool stuff on the album, like uh, that track we listened to, Tops and Bottoms, uh, it sort of a robo-funk, uh, but never silly. Um, and uh, yeah, good, good album, good grooves. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. I th- you know, I think it's like uh, it's awesome, uh, sort of smooth funk. Uh, my um, incoherent reason for not having it be one of my favorite albums is uh, the, it's it's funk slightly too white for me. I don't yes, know. it touches on that uh, that hollow notes. Yes, yes. Um, but there's actually nothing wrong with that. And if you love this album, um, I say no government should say you can't. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, at times, uh, it's it's definitely a, you know, a, let's say Mr. Twin Sister uh, left behind the uh, stoner dream pop of Twin Sister um, <laughs> in significant ways. Yeah, which actually, you know, I think uh, this, like, this is this is a good album. I, yeah. I, I was just searching for reasons why I was cool for not picking it. Um, but, uh, uh, no. Um, I think it's a pretty niche uh it's it's a pretty small niche like i just don't expect that many people to be so into this music you know what's interesting is i feel like the uh, a band i really do like or at least i liked their first album a ton uh rye with an e on the end r-h-y-e is like this like like even like two or three degrees less funky um and uh, that did it for me. So it's probably just down to, you know, the ineffable qualities of songwriting that yeah. uh, make this like, hey, this is really good for me. And like, hey, I love it for you. Uh, and, it's, yeah. it's very good. The last uh, last thing I'll say is that the lead singer, Andrea Stella, um, I think I've complimented her before on here, but I love her uh, much more uh, gen- gender, gender neutral, ambiguous take on the you know, current indie, uh, indie rock, quote unquote, lead, female lead singer trend. 
Um, yeah. I was, it. uh, I've been fooled enough times that I was like, uh, you know, I was like fairly sure it was a woman that I was like, I better check. <laughs> um, and it was unlike Rye, which I just mentioned, yeah. um, where that turned out to be a dude. Um, okay. Yeah. What you got next for us, Joe? Paul, let's, uh, let's talk about, um, uh, we got two, uh, rock, uh, albums with, um, uh, by classic white dudes coming uh, up. So let's, I, uh, two, I think we got three, but I guess one isn't rock. One isn't a rock album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got three classic white dudes coming up. Um, uh, let's talk about Songs Ohio's uh, Love at Work, uh, which is an extended uh, reissue of uh, his slash their album, uh, Lioness. by Songs Ohio from uh, their uh, album uh, Love and Work, um, which is, it's hard, I, I, I should have looked into this, why they didn't just say it was a reissue of Lioness, but I guess it's, it's meant to be sort of a compilation that includes both the album and the uh, sessions. I believe uh, the label behind this is doing this with like all of his stuff, and so it's like a thing. Yes, there. Well, yes, and the label is like uh, Jason Molina, who is the primary force in Songs Ohio at times, the only force, and it's really his project. Uh, the label secretly Canadian. Um, he was, you know, uh, one of the very first artists they signed, and kind of they had an intimate relationship that uh, was at times troubled, as uh, basically yeah. every relation. Ship is when you're a singer songwriter who is such an alcoholic that you die at 39 because yeah. your organs shut down. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, he's dark dude, and uh, all his albums are dark. Um, Paul, I gotta tell the story of you uh, g chatting me and saying, oh, I was listening to this earlier sh- uh, album by Songs uh, Ohio. Have you heard of them? And I was like, ah. And you're like, 
yeah, they had this song, uh, 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 album Magnolia Electrico. People like it, and I'm like, oh, interesting. I'll I'll listen to it, and uh, it began a uh, <laughs> began an obsession. <laughs> uh, did this turn into like a, a Spotify hole? Uh, for you uh, yeah but like months long of like listening to <laughs> Mitch but like sort of slowly winding through their stuff I mean it his his work is uh hard to um it's hard to listen to like 40 of his songs uh in a row yeah what we listen to is uh representative of that um uh you'll well, be pretty well, so depressed this is a, pretty this fast is a, this is a fruitful thread because um I didn't know any more about him than what I said to you in that I am right. um, <laughs> uh, when I sent it to you. Um, and uh, my impression, you know, like when I, when I encounter somebody like that, where like, there's an extensive discography back there. Yeah. Even when I listen to, even if, when I first finally listened to it, I'm like, this is really fucking good, which is what I was like. Like if I tell you about something in I am, it must be, I must really be liking it at least in that moment. Yes. Totally. Um, and uh uh but my i always like quail before a discography before like that and i'm like i don't have days to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> to spend getting into this truth and i know even as i'm feeling like that way like yeah but you should dude like this is good and so it's very interesting to hear from you that it is both difficult and ultimately fascinating and rewarding to do so with this guy well, I think I think that it's hard to uh, just generate the level of emotional connection mm-hmm. that all so much good music requires over a short period of time. I mean, I think the example, but especially I, this guy. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Listening to uh, so many emotionally intense songs um, in a short period of time. Um, mm-hmm is difficult because your brain just doesn't isn't able to line up the context <laughs> of like different things in your life with these songs and they're all coming at you at once and right maybe yeah you can pick one or two out i mean I, the example i use is pink floyd like uh if you were to listen to like all like seven or eight of their you know really spectacular albums um in like a day you'd just be overwhelmed. You wouldn't get it. So I've, I've been coming at this like slowly. I really got into one. Uh, I got into the songs, Ohio album, uh, Magnolia electric co, mm-hmm. um, which then they kind of changed the band name to that. Um, yeah. and in fact, uh, he was kind of still in dispute with the label about whether the name of the band on that album was one or the other. Um, uh, and uh, the particularly the first song in that called "Farewell Transmission," which like rocketed to the top of my favorite song charts as uh, you know up or the top twenty. Um, and of course, Steve Albini produced that album. A uh, lot of live first takes on it. Uh, it rules. Um, so, all that being said, uh, I have been getting into uh this band and uh this was released uh while during that process um uh love and work and uh it's a a fantastic example of jason molina's um 
approach to devastating you with every single lyric Mm -hmm. um, and making it a convincing argument uh, that he is that sad uh, and you should be that sad, uh, doing it only with his voice, uh, which is hard to doubt even for a second, um, due to its country singer sincerity and sort of a childlike assurance, um, uh, even though it uh, still has plenty of bitter regrets in it. Oh, does it ever? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the effect is uh, pretty hypnotic. Uh, and yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's just great songwriting. It's world close. Well, I'm I'm gonna follow your example. I need to just suck it up and get yeah. really depressed and listen to a lot of songs, Ohio, um, because everything I've listened to is awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, that combo of the sort of uh, weathered voice and uh, slow tempos, and yet you know, um, like sort of grim, distorted, uh, melancholy guitar and other stuff as well, uh, definitely hits the spot. The only reason uh, I have for not including this in my best of Q4 2018 is that, unlike Joe, I'm a man of principle. Yes. I believe that my albums should have to actually really be made for that quarter rather than just happen to have uh, some soulless record label exec decide to uh, uh, cash in yet again during that quarter. Totally fair. Uh, Totally fair. Um, And... uh... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to recommend this album. I could like read off lyrics and and such, but I, I think just just go into it. You don't have to listen to the outtakes like I made Paul do. Uh, yeah, which are good. Listen. You just can't tell them from the rest of the songs yeah. too well. Uh, just, just, the, just a lot of songs that are really good. Just the first nine tracks. Um, if you like anything from like Jeff Mangum mm-hmm. on to... Uh, uh, Jeff Tweedy. Jeff Tweedy. <laughs> yes, um, you will enjoy what you find here. Um, killer transition, Paul. Oh, uh, so good t- to Jeff Tweedy's "Warm," which is mm-hmm. another of my favorite albums of the year. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to uh, the lead single, "Some Birds." Let's do it. From Jeff Tweedy's uh, uh, solo album, Warm, uh, all capital letters, Warm. Yes. Um, 
and uh Paul, I I haven't been a big Jeff Tweedy fan prior to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilco is uh, good, fine. Um, mm-hmm. Correct. Would, would gladly go with someone to a Wilco concert. Uh, you know, if they really, if they gave me a ticket, and uh, if you put on their album, I'd be uh, real chill with that. Mm-hmm. Know, I'd have a good time. Um, so I was surprised. I heard the single "Some Birds" and another song um, uh, on um, uh, KUTX, which is my favorite indie rock station. Um, and it's just uh, really taken by them. Uh, there's a lot of momentum, um, and I, I feel like I was really hearing. Uh, Mr. Tweedy's voice for the first time, kind of a classic whisper uh, that I like the pastiche of the uh, near spoken folk rock and then also, you know, a lot of disaffected indie melody. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it just all got applied to less showy songs um, and then on a typical Wilco record. And um, I don't I don't even know enough. Of, this is just my general impressions of Wilco. Um, I <laughs> know surprisingly little about Wilco. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, that, that song we heard, it has progressions and little private thoughts, uh, uh, you know, that, that seem a bit anachronistic with the typical reserved, you know, indie rock God, quote unquote, um, uh, anachronistic. Anachronistic. That's how I say it. Yeah. Anachronistic. There we go. It caught up with me. Um, uh, when he goes more country, like in the song Don't Forget, there's still lots of little licks and riffs that are uh, very alt-rock. Um, there's nice endless groove on How Hard Is It For The Desert To Die. Uh, reminded me of our favorite and perhaps the best game ever made, uh, Desert Golf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to wrong. the other Desert Golf players out yeah. there. You're not wrong. That's it's it's art. Anyway, it let's is. not make it a bit. Go on. No. Um <laughs> yeah, and then and uh you know, uh another song, Having Been is No Way to Be. Uh really hear uh that metal era Pink Floyd, uh where mm. there's like a good mental groove that wasn't too psychedelic. Uh it's just a, a lot of songs that are kind of entrancing and uh uh sentimental as you are with a good friend. Yeah. Um, songs. It's song. It's about. It's. I, there are a lot of good songs on this record. Enough for me to, uh, for it to really uh, become a record that I I went back to, uh, many times. I can't argue with that. Uh, this album did not quite grab me the way you did, but that's just a thing that happens. Um, and uh, I feel the way you do about Jeff Tweedy's career. Um, are you familiar with what was his band before Wilco? Was that Uncle Tupelo or am I just like, yes, wrong? yes, yeah. correct. Um, yeah, my phone just beeped the ESPN theme at me. Well, fuck you. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, um, we, I feel like that's uh, a band that I like, like, you know, anybody who actually like is a critic or, or cares about any music is it's so mad at me for not knowing that already um (laughs) uh and that's fair um but you miss some bands and and that's fine fuck you um but uh you know i feel like jeff tweedy is one of these people where it's like i totally get why he's indie famous and it has never become a thing for me um 
you know, no, no hate or disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, it just hasn't quite grabbed me. And uh, for you, this was the the album that finally snagged. And uh, for me, it uh, wasn't quite. But you know, it's just one of those things because I definitely dig that like sort of uh, like you know more indie alt take on seventies uh, rock uh, vibe that you get from this album. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the way they record the drums for this type of music is yes. so good. Oh yeah, it's really good. That's a um, that's a good point. That might be. Uh, oh, the snares on this on this style of rock yeah. are, are just mm, uh, from the seventies to this day. We're um, spending seven thousand dollars yeah, exactly. on the equipment you list them with. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I got nothing but good things to say about this album. Um, uh, since then, he has released a companion album called Warmer that I found actually uh, fairly boring, and mm. it seems like everybody else did too. So mm. yeah. uh, this is the good one. So it goes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, more uh, more music to go back and listen to. It's like, uh, yeah. I have to listen to the entire Uncle Tupelo discog- discography now. <laughs> I don't think it's terribly long. I think they no. got they they got bitchy and broke yes. up. Yes. Um, Paul, let's uh, close with an album we've talked about before. Uh, Tom York's soundtrack, uh, Suspiria. is indifferent uh one of the uh, instrumental tracks from suspiria uh the soundtrack to suspirium by tom york um uh paul we talked a lot about this album and tom york's solo career there's no reason to get too far into it Uh, i'll just say that it ended up being on my list uh as i listened to it a few more times um because i i really thought that the stuff uh, I, I think the the more traditional songs, uh, Tom York songs on here, are obviously excellent. And I, I thought the stuff in between uh, held up. It was not just atmospheric, but um, I mean, it was atmospheric, but uh, it also uh, maintained um, my interest uh, 
uh, to the extent that I thought um, that it was overall a a cohesive whole um, that did not did not require viewing of the film, which is something I have not done. Me neither. Um, to be uh, enticing and um, interesting, and it certainly I think it it grew on me as maybe like a a fuller representation of what Tom's um, capabilities are truly divorced from both Radiohead and the need to be uh, decisively anti-Radiohead <laughs> in what he's doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, without getting into it too much. Um, you know, that's fair. I think my thing is like um, the, the Tom York songs, I actually found that they went from being like, oh yeah, this is like some B-grade Tom York material, which is, you know, A-grade anybody else to like, these are some really good songs. I, need yeah. to, <laughs> I, I should make these part of my rotation. Um, and I agree like that, that track we just listened to, The Universe is Indifferent, not quite just ambient. It definitely has some interesting things going on, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be the way the the little uh whatever middle easternish stringed instrument that is chords sort of bounce as they come in and then you get some classic like radiohead uh uh you know off kilter chord harmony things with the strings that come in at the background um and it's it's definitely interesting i just uh when i listen to 2 hours of this all at once um i don't know that i can stay interested in it at that level for two straight hours so uh that's why i mean this the soundtrack that actually does uh sit together as a cohesive whole that i can be engaged with the whole time uh has, has not yet existed and uh, uh tom york came damn close though yes um that uh it's 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 still a soundtrack that is true <laughs> well you know i'm not saying you can't like it it just doesn't work for me um as as a as a an album like it's an interesting piece of music for sure mm-hmm. and uh all the all the time new york you can have and honestly i i kind of want to spend 30 dollars on this thing on vinyl just to have it like physically yes. in my space because it looks so yeah. fucking cool vinyl it's it is hella cool yeah um, sitting in my record player right now um you bitch ha uh paul that's it we're done that's it 2018 is over it will never bother us again nothing that happened then will ever matter again and we can move on to 2019 uh contribute to our patreon if you want the uh 10 minute longer version of this podcast Mm -hmm. uh where we're both waiting for my internet to come back on oh no i i'm looking forward to listening to it again when you just forget to delete it oh yes that's uh uh a definite possibility a hundred percent it will occur (laughs) and i'll find out uh 27 months later when i finally listen to this podcast (laughs) Uh, all right uh everybody thank you for listening thank you for uh appreciating our rundown of the best music every three months which you know you can still remember it that way when you're when you're writing it down um Anyway, uh, you can please uh, reach out to us on Twitter, SavageBeastPod. Email SavageBeastPod at gmail.com. Please find us on iTunes where you can rate, review, subscribe, and just generally shove it down everybody's face that we're good, and we would appreciate that. Mm -hmm. It really helps us out. Please do it. Mm -hmm. Please. Please, Dar. (laughs)
Uh, I, I there's a there's some joke on the tip of my tongue, but it's not there. Good night, Joe. Good night.